0: The following program is pre-recorded. Opinions expressed may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the centennial state. Welcome to Life in Colorado. I'm Mark Howington, and with me, Dale Elliott. Dale, you're the Senior Director of Aging and Nutritional Services at Volunteers of America, so welcome to the program, first of all. Thank you. appreciate it. Dale, one of the things that I know about your website that I see is there's I, – I love this statement. I, I'm guessing it's your mission statement. It says, Volunteers of America is dedicated to supporting and empowering America's most vulnerable groups. That includes the hungry, the frail, elderly, people with disabilities, at-risk youth, homeless individuals, women in need, and veterans and their families. Wow, that's that's a lot of people that you folks are serving.
1: Well, we actually have uh, over 50 programs uh, across the entire state of Colorado, and uh, it really does touch a lot of different types of individuals throughout the community, and uh, all of those that you've listed, and probably more.
0: So talk about the Volunteers of America history. Is it nationwide? I, I know that you're from Volunteers of America Colorado, but is this a nationwide organization?
1: Uh, Volunteers of America is a uh, nationwide organization. Uh, it's a national nonprofit. Um, it was established in 1896, so we have been serving communities throughout the United States uh, for uh, 125 years, uh, and uh, we're very excited to be involved in all kinds of different types of services. Uh, um, we always like to say if, if you've seen one Volunteers of America uh, affiliate, you've seen one Volunteers of America affiliate. Um, the key concept and mission, I think for volunteers of America is to serve the local community where we are, uh, and meet the needs of the community at that location. So that might be totally different on the East coast where it is in the Midwest versus the West coast. So here in Colorado, again, we, you know, we have over 50, uh, programs, um, where we serve individuals throughout the state of Colorado, um. We always like to joke about, the. It, it's true, but we like to joke about it, that uh, uh, we were one of the first uh, outposts, as they were called at that time, uh, when Volunteers of America was formed right here in Denver. So we've been in the Denver area and serving the Colorado communities uh, since the beginning, uh, March in uh, 1896. So again, 125 years.
0: You know I've done a little history uh just fact checking in the Denver area so 1896 was quite a boom for Denver back in those days I I know that gold rush up in the hills contributed to a lot of the the uh, population boom in Colorado and I know that a lot of people actually got stuck here in Denver uh the the gold kind of didn't pan out so to speak and uh there were a lot of people who got stuck and a lot of orphans too because the the wagon trains that were running through there was a lot of death on those. And so I could I could see why back in eighteen ninety six there would have been, you know, a need for uh, help in Colorado. But there's still help today. For example, on the on your website uh, for Volunteers of America, Colorado, which is voacolorado.org. There's a button right up on the top that says Find Housing, and I know that homelessness is really an issue here in Denver. So can you speak to that a little bit? How do you help people find housing?
1: Well, we have uh, different programs uh, that deal with that. Uh, uh, kind of an unknown fact that Volunteers of America is one of the largest uh, affordable housing nonprofits in the nation. Uh, we have... Uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,800 units, I believe, currently in Colorado. Most of those are uh, for, you know, seniors or uh, individuals, dis- uh, disabled individuals that uh, need affordable housing. Um, that that being said, uh, we deal a lot in our veterans uh, services programs with veterans uh, who may be homeless and in need of uh, housing, and we have different programs that can address those needs as well. So.
0: One of the things that, uh, obviously, your name, Volunteers of America, so one of the things we want to talk about, and I'll ask you this throughout the program because I think it's really important that we cover how do people volunteer for Volunteers of America?
1: Well, it, it varies uh, to a certain extent because uh, we have so many different programs and so many different opportunities for individuals to volunteer with us. Uh, we currently have over 16,000 volunteers uh, throughout the state that uh, work alongside of staff and others in the communities to help provide services. Uh, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about Meals on Wheels, but that's a great example. Is uh, we have about uh, six to eight hundred uh, very steady volunteers in the Meals on Wheels program that uh, may do meals, uh, you know, every day or once a month, perhaps. Uh, to get involved as a volunteer, you just have to contact our volunteer services, uh, program, uh, and talk with them about, uh, your wanting to volunteer. Uh, and again, they can go on the website and get information about that as well. Um, most, uh, most all of our volunteer opportunities, uh, do require a background check, uh, because again, we are serving, uh, very vulnerable individuals, as you indicated earlier you know, that are frail, and uh, many are homebound, especially in the Meals on Wheels programs. Um, but there are volunteer opportunities out there, and we always, always, always uh, throughout the entire year uh, need a new influx of volunteers. You know, obviously some people can only do it for a certain period of time, and they move on, and uh, we need to make sure that we have more that are coming in to fill the gap.
0: Dale Elliott is the senior director of aging and nutritional services at Volunteers of America. Dale, is there training for volunteers? Do they? I'm, I'm at your website. I'm looking at the volunteer page. First of all, impressive figure: 269,253 hours served through Volunteers of America in Colorado last year alone. So that's that's in, impressive. It's almost like an army of volunteers. Tell tell me once volunteers sign up. You mentioned a background check. Are there are there ways that you walk them through a training program, for example? But there are orientations
1: uh, that we have individuals go through <clears throat> to, especially if they're not really sure where they want to fit as a volunteer. They'll go through a, a volunteer orientation. Um, And then they can utilize that to to determine where they think the best fit for them is, or vice versa, we can help them kind of make that decision as well. And then once they become a volunteer, there is orientations uh, for the specific programs uh, and trainings that uh, help them to get off on the right foot, so to speak, and make sure that they're comfortable with their volunteer
0: position. Yeah, you know, when I have volunteered before in my life, and I actually am involved in a lot of service areas in my life, I, it's always a pleasure to give. You know, especially when you know you're making a difference. And we're going to talk for a, a few moments in just a few moments about seniors and especially the Meals on Wheels program and the difference that Volunteers of America is making there. Can you think perhaps of a of a volunteer story? Maybe somebody who who just really was surprised at, at, at just what they could do when they join up with an organization like yours?
1: Oh my, yeah, we have a lot of those. <laughs> uh, you know, a couple that I can think of pretty much right off at of the top is uh, uh, we have a husband and wife that's volunteered with us for many, many years. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to meet them and work with them uh, when I first became the director about 10 years ago. And trust me, they have been doing it for a decade before I arrived on the scene in that position. Um, They have a route that they do, you know, three times a week. And they connect very close with with the individuals that they're uh, helping to serve and delivering the meals to. Um, They're always, always talking about how valuable that service is um, as a volunteer, uh, that they actually get more of a reward out of it in their feelings than the individuals are that they're serving, and uh, we do believe that this is, a, is an essential part of life is to to give back to the community, and volunteering is a great way to do that. Um, you know, obviously, we get stories from our clients uh, uh, all the time, uh, telling you know that uh, you know God bless Volunteers of America. That you know, if it wasn't for this meal, I you know I I probably wouldn't have eaten today, and. You know, those are, they grab the heart and, and, but the reality is that's true. You know, some of these individuals would not have any social contact with anyone if it wasn't that Volunteers of America staff person or volunteer that was showing up on their doorstep every day to hand that meal off to them. Uh, they just don't have family that's involved and they look forward to those volunteers. Uh, I know when I was in some positions prior to this position, I was a volunteer coordinator here for a while. And, um, I would get calls from the clients say, you know, it's, it's, it's 10 minutes after 11 and my volunteers always here by 11 o'clock. Are they okay?
0: Yes. <laughs> so,
1: so they're more concerned about the volunteer and that relationship that they've been able to build because of that meal. And that's what's really important is the relationships. Not, it's not all about the food. Um, it really is about the relationships that we form uh, through and with our volunteers, with the people that we serve.
0: Excellent. Dale Elliott again, Senior Director of Aging and Nutrition Services for Volunteers of America. We'll, we'll get to Meals on Wheels just around the corner. I just, again, I went to your, your volunteer page on your website. Oh my goodness. So many different opportunities. Handy person, um, market meals, grocery program volunteer. There's a youth program you can volunteer for a uh, Southwest Safe House. Uh, There's just office volunteer. I mean, maybe you don't feel qualified for these others, but you can type and file and and run a computer and organize like nobody's business in the office. So there really are a lot of good opportunities for volunteers, it looks like.
1: Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, a couple of them that you mentioned, like the Southwest Safe House, uh, uh, that's in Durango. Um, The grocery shop program is uh, in Larimer County in Fort Collins um so uh, some of the veterans programs where you can uh, help volunteer are we have we serve veteran uh, veterans in all 64 counties throughout the state so there are opportunities to get involved not just locally in denver or or close by in in the counties that are here Um, you can get involved uh, on the western slope you can get involved uh, in northern Colorado, eastern Colorado, or southwest Colorado, the, we have opportunities everywhere.
0: Broad-reaching. Appreciate that. Again, that website is voacolorado.org if you're interested in, in volunteer opportunities. Well, Dale, let's turn the page here. Literally, I'm I'm actually holding in my hand pages uh, from a letter that was sent to my house, and that's, that's what caused me to say, hey, I can get this word out even more than the letter that arrived in my mailbox. Uh, the, at the top of it, it says, seniors need your help. More than 4,000 of Metro Denver and Fort Collins seniors are hungry and urgently in need of meals, and that's where the Meals on Wheels program comes. So first of all, give us a, a summary. What is the Meals on Wheels program?
1: Well, the Meals on Wheels program was established through the Older Americans Act back in 1964. And uh, Volunteers of America has actually been serving uh, Meals on Wheels throughout the uh, Denver community um, since uh, 1975. So we've been doing that particular piece as a program for 45 years. Um, this year, actually, this month in November. So we're excited to be a, a huge part of that program. It basically is to provide uh, meals to seniors age 60 or better. I like to say better instead of older because I fit in that group and I think I'm better. Uh, <laughs> I'm not older, right? And a lot of people don't claim that. So uh, I do like to say 60 or better.
0: I like that. That's a great way to look at it. Uh, <laughs>
1: that being said, uh, it, it is a program that serves meals to individuals that are homebound. Um, which basically means that they're no longer driving or they don't have the capability to get out and secure food on their own. Um, so in a nutshell, that's basically the only eligibility uh, that they are 60 or better and that they're homebound. Uh, we don't do means testing. We don't uh, get concerned about if someone's a pauper or a millionaire. They all deserve to have the service. Uh, so we do make sure that uh, we serve all the individuals that are eligible for the program that request services. So, referrals come from many different ways. It could be uh, word of mouth. It could be a family member. It might be a caseworker, a friend, neighbor, or the individual themselves just calling in and saying, you know, my life circumstances have changed, and I am at home, and I, I need this meal, and I need this social contact. Uh, can you help us out? And, uh, that's again, that's how we work with it. Uh, uh, it. It is funded basically through Older Americans Act money on the federal side, and then it is also funded through the Older Coloradans Fund, uh, state funds for senior services through Colorado State, um, and then contributions, uh, thus the reason that you got the letter. Uh, you know, we do reach out to the community and ask for their assistance, to make contributions to the program so that we can serve the individuals that we do. We do serve on an average year over 4,000 uh, homebound seniors, um, uh, which are unduplicated seniors, which means that we've served them at least once throughout that year. Um, and again, that includes uh, us and Fort Collins area combined. So.
0: Dale Elliott, again, the Senior Director of Aging and Nutrition Services for Volunteers of America. Dale um, Verna wrote in this letter, there's a, a couple of, uh, recipients who wrote letters that, uh, were included in this, uh, fundraising letter that I got meals on wheels, a big help to me because I cannot stand too long. And this makes cooking hard meals on wheels is the only meal I get each day. I enjoy the meal and company each day. Some weeks, there they are the only company that I get, even if only for a few moments. And so what I'm getting from her story, first of all, she's really in need, as you were just talking about. And second of all, it sounds like there, as you mentioned, there is this connection between the volunteer and the person they're delivering the meals to.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, and again, I, you know, it's really, it's as much about relationships as it is anything else. Um you know, especially now with everything that's going on with uh, with COVID pandemic. I mean, I hate to bring that up. I don't want that to be a topic, but but it is. Uh, you know, these relationships that we build and the social isolation that's going on right now, uh, we've been able to adjust how we're actually delivering those meals, but we're still making that contact. Um, you know, it might be leaving the meal on the door handle and, and waving from the curb and saying, how are you? but that contact is still going on and the important piece of that is again, the relationship that's being built. Um, the meal is important, absolutely valuable. It's a key, uh, essential to survival. But the reality is the relationship is is what makes it all work. Um, people need to have that relationship and know that someone cares about them. Uh, so we're really in the relationship building business.
0: I, I like that aspect. I, I was, as you were talking about COVID, and again, it, like you, I hate to bring it up, but it's the reality of the world we live in. And I was thinking, you know, if it weren't for these volunteers, you know, Verna's letter said, sometimes this is the only only time I get a visit during the week at all. And so what if what if they weren't there? And we're, of course, told, especially the seniors, stay at home. I mean, as far as the seniors are concerned, they're really still in lockdown, and I, I just can't imagine the, the emptiness, the loneliness, uh, if that would occur if it weren't for these volunteers. You know, even if, I'll speak to our listeners, even if you don't volunteer with Volunteers of America, maybe you go to church or, or maybe you're involved in another group, maybe you just know that there's neighbors down the street, how important is it then for us to, uh, to visit these neighbors and keep, keep in touch with them, especially our aged seniors? So, Dale, appreciate your organization's work in this area. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome.
1: To be able to serve
0: the community. Want to uh, turn the page again, literally, in this letter that I I received. And uh, some sobering statistics here. One in six seniors right here in Colorado struggles with hunger. At least 80% of older Americans are living with at least one chronic condition, and 68% have at least two. Uh, 15.4 million seniors live near or below the federal poverty line. Struggling to get by on less than twelve thousand seven hundred sixty dollars a year, so that's is that pretty typical then of the seniors that you're encountering? You, I know you mentioned that you will serve all all income levels, but talk about maybe the the average or the typical senior that you're serving. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I would say that the typical senior that we're serving uh, is uh, probably an. You know, 85 to an 87-year-old uh, widowed individual that really is on an extremely limited income. Uh, and, again, they're, they're somewhat socially isolated because they are at homebound. Um, generally, they're living in their own home, and they've been in that home for many, many years. And they really do not have outside sources uh, that can help them on, on a day-to-day basis. So it just it increases the value of what we're doing as an organization to provide needs, uh, uh, provide services that meet the needs that they have and provide those relationships with the volunteers or staff that are coming to see them every day. Um, it, it's, uh, it, it's heart wrenching. Uh, I, I'll tell you, but there's nothing more exciting in a given day either than being able to hand off the meal to that individual and see the smile and the gleam on their face. And just realize that you touched someone that day through your efforts as a volunteer. And uh, again, there's such value in that.
0: Well, as we mentioned, you hate to talk about COVID, but again, it's causing some ripple effects. For example, part of what this letter says that I received, because of COVID-19 pandemic, the number of neighbors we serve has grown exponentially 6% to be exact and funding has not kept pace. So I, I'm wondering if perhaps some of that is because some of these seniors are now out of work. I know even though the, the stay-at-home lockdown orders have been lifted, although they it may be put back on sometime soon here, but it's it's still – the needs are growing because I, I think people are not finding as many opportunities to take care of themselves, and that's where an organization like yours comes in. Have you seen that that's the case, that that some of the seniors that you're serving are, are perhaps fallen on hard times because of COVID?
1: Absolutely. Um, I would say pre-COVID, we were probably serving – uh, to our homebound, uh, seniors somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,300, uh, to maybe 2,350 meals a day that go out of our main kitchen here, uh, either hot meals frozen or shelf stable or, or combination of all the above, so to speak. Um, and now we're, we're serving, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 2,600 meals a day. Uh, I think it, it really has affected, um, a, a major part of our population, Uh, here in the Denver area and throughout the state, uh, a lot of seniors that, uh, maybe perhaps plan to work later into life have been forced into a situation because of this, uh, that they do have to be at home. Um, and we have been allowed to be able to, uh, kind of loosen, if you will, some of the, some of the guidelines and serve a lot of those individuals throughout this pandemic.
0: I just want to read another uh, note from Nancy who said, I have dialysis three days per week. I look forward to the meals and visits that are provided by Meals on Wheels. I cannot cook for myself, and I'm not sure where I would be or what I would do if I didn't have Meals on Wheels. And so these, these really are folks that are in need. And so I'm glad to be able to have this opportunity to talk with you again. This is Dale Elliott, who's my guest, Senior Director of Aging and Nutrition Services for Volunteers of America. Dale, we're coming up on about a couple of minutes left, and I want to reshift the focus then. We've talked about the need, but again, without volunteers – it it would be impossible to do what you do. So let's head back to maybe the volunteer opportunities. How do volunteers find out more information? I know I've got your website up, which is voacolorado.org. So talk about that volunteer process again. We'll just pretend that even though we talked about it earlier, that maybe people are just tuning in and they, they just need to hear afresh what to do if they want to volunteer. Sure.
1: Um, just uh, the, Probably the easiest way is just to contact us directly right here at Volunteers of America. Um, you can call the main line which is 303-297-0408 and ask to speak with someone at Volunteer Services or they can go online if they have the ability to do so and uh, check our website and see what the volunteer opportunities are there. Uh, contact us via email and let us know that you're interested in volunteering. And then we would uh, get back with you uh, if you don't happen to reach someone uh, in person that day. We get back with you as soon as we can and go through the process with you um, uh, talking about what uh, we would need to have you do as a volunteer to get involved in our programs.
0: And again, you mentioned that volunteers are background checked, which means that the people they're serving can know that the the volunteer that shows up is, is safe. And we've talked about Meals on Wheels, and we talked earlier Today, there's really a whole lot of opportunities. So no matter what your skill level is or what you feel comfortable doing, it sounds like there's a good place to get plugged in.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, Like you mentioned before, we couldn't do what we do if it wasn't for the volunteers. And uh, they are without a doubt uh, one of the most important pieces to the puzzle uh, when it comes to us putting everything together.
0: Thank you, Dale, for being here. Again, I just want to make sure that website is up front and center. It's voacolorado.org. That's voacolorado.org. And, Dale, one more time, the number.
1: Uh, 303-297-0408.
0: Dale Elliott, Senior Director of Aging and Nutrition Services for Volunteers of America. Thanks for being a part of Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687 or email us at at salemdenver.com. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.